0: Movies and musicals on RTE Lyric FM. Sponsored by IFI at Home. The new streaming service from the Irish Film Institute. Come home to film. Come home to IFI Home.ie we are two odd, lonely children. And that man is my great-great-grandpa.
1: I'm curious to hear where she's going with this.
0: He'll be staying for a while.
1: Try to be optimistic now. I kneel before no
0: one. Every creature does what it must to
1: survive. Movie news. Oh, spook too soon. Yeah. With Gareth Daly. Well, oh, yeah, you're right.
0: Good afternoon to you, Where are we starting today? Well, we're starting, I
1: suppose I'd describe it as a little bit depressing cinema reality because I suppose all we're getting nowadays are things remade, reimagined or revisited. And I don't know how I feel about some of it. And yet there's still some good ideas in there. Going to start with one that's an 80s classic, 80s favourite, a favourite of mine actually, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Indeed. Now, you know you might get worried straight away go, oh my gosh, they're not really making it, are they? Uh, they're going to do a spin-off of the John Hughes 1986 comedy. Uh, Paramount Pictures are doing it and the creators of Cobra Kai, that series, are set to produce it. Now, it's called Salmon Victor's Day Off, so it's going to expand on a gag in the original as it follows the same-day adventures of the valets who took the Ferrari on a joyride. Oh. So that doesn't seem like the worst idea in the world. Richard Edson and Larry Flash Jenkins starred in the roles in the original film. It was a great moment because I remember they had the Star Wars music as they took <laughs> off in the Ferrari. Um, so yeah, this is a, this is a new take that I suppose Paramount are hoping will work out, and it won't hopefully interfere too much with that yeah, original classic.
0: Matthew Broderick is so great in it, as you say. It's a real, it's a real 80s favorite. So um, okay, we'll we'll see how we feel about that. How do we feel about this next one?
1: Oh well, okay, a new Wizard of Oz movie, oh, and no, stop. I know. <laughs> leave it alone. See what That's I mean perfect. about depressing? I, <laughs> yes. I know, I know. But well, the problem with this is, I suppose they've been looking for people to kind of lead it, and they've had many writers on the script to date, but now they've got um, Kenya Barris, who's the blackish creator, set to write and direct a planned reimagined adaptation um, of The Wonderful Wizard of Oz. Now, basically, I suppose what they are going to do here is draw on the elements from the book, Mm -hmm. L. Frank Baum's book, but also I think they're going to bring into it elements from the 1939 Oscar-winning film version such as the Ruby Slippers as well. So, as I said, they've had many people working on it so far at Warner Brothers and New Line uh, trying to reimagine it so uh, now they have someone set to write and direct it let's see how it uh, goes forward
0: right. now we come to a prequel A
1: prequel okay so we're not so precious about this one because (laughs) they've kind of uh, they've kind of done lots of them already so this is an Ocean's Eleven prequel and of course if you remember that Ocean's Eleven itself was a remake of a 1960s Rat Pack classic but they're putting together a good cast because Margot Robbie was already attached to the project back in May and Jay Roach is set to direct it but it looks like that they're in talks now with Ryan Gosling who's set to star alongside her in it and they're of course starring in Barbie at the moment mm. which they're currently filming so at the time it was indicated that this would be set in the 1960s period sort of the same universe um, as the original but we're not quite sure um, you know people haven't got a full idea yet what's happening with it but they're Planning to film it next spring. So if they okay. do get Gosling in the role alongside Robbie, that's that's a good follow-up nice, to it? Barbie in terms of... I could see both of them in it. Yes. You know, definitely could in terms of uh, whatever way they decide to take it, they'll work in an Ocean's Eleven
0: prequel. Okay, now a theme park movie. What is this?
1: Yeah, so this is a big Thunder Mountain. Anybody that's been to Disneyland, any of the Disneyland's, I think it's a sort of it's it's a ride that's there at most of them. It was it started in nineteen seventy nine, and it's a, it's a sort of roller coaster through a mining town where gold is discovered. Anyway, they're deciding to turn this into a feature film, and this is not a surprise because Disney's had some major success in this field. If you think about it, Pirates of the Caribbean, what? that led to mm. in terms of that franchise. You more recently had Jungle Cruise and they have a new take on the Haunted Mansion coming our yeah. way as well. So Big Thunder Mountain also has uh, negotiations going on with uh, directors Burton and Bertie who did Hawkeye um, and they're set to direct it. Now Lucky Chap Entertainment are involved, that's Margot Robbie's company and Scott Free as well, that's Ridley Scott's company so there's a lot of uh, a lot of good people behind it in terms of, of things and I suppose Disney are thinking, franchise if they can yeah, exactly. turn Big yeah. Thunder Mountain into a good movie.
0: All right. Uh, to Limerick for our no- our next uh, film story. Um, this is a really interesting one and, and a sponsor for the Richard Harris Film Festival and a, a pretty serious lead sponsor.
1: Yeah, this is Amcrummy Entertainment or AMEN for short. And they're going to be the lead sponsor now of the Richard Harris International Film Festival. A really good festival. I've been to it many times. I've had film screening in it as well. Mm-hmm. And they've announced the creation of a new film investment fund worth 10 million euro that's amazing um so this is Yes, amazing. It's going to be invested across a number of film projects selected by a committee and it'll be available to entrance to the 2022 festival as well as previous entrance to the festival as well. Eligible eligible projects for potential funding include feature film, narrative films, documentaries and animation. So it's a great connection and a great lead sponsor for the Richard Harris Film Festival.
0: Excellent. Now, Trailer Watch, what trailer have you picked for us this week to check out?
1: Okay, well, I suppose Peter Farley had to come up with something big following his success with Green Book. He directs this project. It's called The Greatest Beer Run Ever. I'd like to go over to Vietnam, track down all the boys in the neighborhood and give them a beer. I could do that. Do what? Bring him beer. He's not serious. He's hammered. Look at him. The man's stoned sober. That's his fifth beer, maybe. Tops. I'm going to Vietnam and I'm bringing him beer! (laughs) Yes!
0: Hey, Chief, no chance you have a ship heading to Vietnam.
1: 1,700 hours. Tonight? It's not going to be easy. But I'm going to show them that this country is still behind them.
0: You're going to get yourself killed over there.
1: It's like you said, everyone's doing something. I'm doing nothing.
0: Yeah, Garrett, an intriguing one. Zach Efron in The Greatest Beer Run Ever. I'm going to Vietnam and I'm bringing beers. Tell us more. <laughs>
1: Well, it's set in 1967, and a man who wants to support his friends fighting in Vietnam, so he does something wild, he decides to hand deliver them some American beer, and what starts out as a well-meaning journey quickly changes uh, his life uh, perspective and obviously gets him into lots of trouble over there. Good cast in a Bill Murray, Russell Crowe, starring alongside Zach Efron, and as I mentioned earlier, Peter Farley is one of the writers of it, but also directs the project. It's going to be uh, released in cinemas and streaming around September 30th and, as we said, called The Greatest Beer Run
0: Ever. All right, new releases in cinemas this weekend. Let's start with a clip from My Old School starring Alan Cumming.
1: Can we just begin with your name? Uh, You would have known me as Brandon Lee. I remember my first day at Bearsden Academy. It was junior year, day one. The classroom door opened. And there he was. He was quite gaunt looking and he was really pale. He had a briefcase. Funny hair, glasses. He was one of the better pupils. Just an all-round nice guy. (laughs) Hiding in plain sight. It's about the best place you
0: can hide. Yeah, that's my old school. Which actually, Garrett, was the closing film of this year's uh, Dublin International Film Festival. Alan Cumming was here for it. If you're in Glasgow, you know this story. I certainly didn't. And do you know what? I don't want to give any spoilers, but it's an in, it's an intriguing tale, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, it's set in '93 when they. A- Supposed 16-year-old Brandon yes. Lee enrolled at this secondary school in a well-to-do suburb. And then what followed over the next two years became the stuff of legend. And as you mentioned, in *Coming stars in it, but it's the real voice of Brandon Lee. And mm. he lip-syncs alongside to it. So it's quite an intriguing kind of hybrid um, of a film. So that's called My Old School.
0: Okay, what else have we in cinemas this weekend?
1: Yeah, we have another movie called The Feast. This is uh, filmed in Welsh. The picture follows a young woman serving privileged guests at a dinner party in a remote house in rural Wales. The assembled guests do not realise that they're about to eat their last supper. Uh, Anne Elway and Nia Roberts star in this one. And then a documentary as well, Free Chol So Lee. This is in 1970's San Francisco. Korean immigrant Chol So Lee is wrongly convicted of a Chinatown gang murder and after spending years fighting to survive Survive. Journalist K.W. Lee takes an interest in his case, igniting an unprecedented social movement.
0: All right, what about a TV movie for the weekend ahead? What have you chosen?
1: Yeah, this is a strong movie. Tough watch at times, but it's about a widowed black waitress forms an intense relationship with a racist white prison guard after a series of tragedies brings them together, unaware he is the former death row prison guard who escorted her husband to the electric chair. Uh, Halle Berry scooped a Best Actress Oscar for her role in this, but it had a really good cast, including Billy Bob Thornton, uh, Sean Combs, and Heath Ledger as well. Really strong role in it. Uh, the, yeah, the movie's called Monsters Ball, and it's on TG Carr and you'll catch it tonight at 22.11. To
0: Gars, thanks a million.